Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I don't need this. Are you tired of the same old routine? My wife, my Busting your hump and getting nowhere? This just ain't my day. The boss. Is he always on your back? Nice, my ass belongs in your chair, not in your lap, which is where you keep trying to put it. You bastard! The wife. You know? And the kids. Is that right? They never listen. I hate to see a person's life away in them goddamn computer. Do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing? I think I got it easy. Well, now you can. I'm talking about life! Drop out and join the ranks of the few. The filthy. <laughs> I got my own place, a condominium. Where else can you live for free? And eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Tenderfly Viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. <laughs> You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
dude, dude. Whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Long time. To, yes, it's been a couple weeks, holidays and all that stuff. But it we're happens. back here with Movie Sucktastic, in case the, the intro didn't clue you in there. Uh, episode number... 155. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly what I was going to do. Exactly. And this episode, we're, we're, uh, we're taking a break from the stuff we don't like and reviewing a film that we both love, Street Trash from 1987. That's right. Yeah, one of our favorite uh, films, one of our... Probably one of the best melt movies they ever made. The only good melt movie, I would say. Well, the uh, stuff and, is good. The stuff is good. Well, we've melt. had this discussion. It's not a melt movie. <laughs> now, yeah, how many times I, have I, we had that discussion? <laughs> I just want to preface this by saying that this is not an 80s horror film. It's not. This is an I Hate New York movie. Well, it's it's just not when you when we say '80s films, there is a certain type, there's a certain genre, a certain feel, a certain uh, you know. It's the '80s horror film is actually a, like a specific type of movie, and this film does not fill that criteria. It is not that kind of campy, cheesy, bad. There's something special about this movie that separates it from the '80s horror film uh, that that we normally review. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, there's just there's something. You're right. There's something different about it. It's probably that uh, it, it's a little grittier uh, as far as its locale. You know, now, it doesn't fall into the same mold. Uh, hack. You know, <laughs> nobody in that car when they crashed it. <laughs> now it, it's it's grittier. It's grittier. However, with the new Blu-ray release, it is. Beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. As a matter of fact, awesome. if anyone was paying attention when they were watching the opening of this show, the trailer that I played is from the uh, uh, VHS. And it, the quality of that is pretty much how Scott and I watched this movie our entire lives until a little over a year ago when, when this was released on Blu-ray. So, you know, think about that. I mean, it's it, just... It was just terrible quality. Speaking of the trailer... Is it me or is that like the best trailer ever? Oh, I love it. Is the <laughs> boss on your case the wife? <laughs> how, how long was that? Was it like a two-minute, three-minute trailer? Two-minute trailer. Two minutes and like 13 seconds. Okay, I'll, I'll say it up front. This film does not deserve a two-minute trailer. No. There's not enough, there's not enough happening in the film uh, to deserve a two-minute trailer, but it is like the best trailer you'll ever see for an 80s horror film. It's funny. and Which it's it not, just, you said. Which it's not, you said. Right. As I'm, which, which, well, now I'm saying in a film from the 80s. Full frontal. Full male frontal. Now, do you want to, um, do you want to uh, regale our, our newbies in the audience with uh, the synopses of the yeah, film? Yeah, absolutely. It's, the film takes place in New York City, or at least you get... The, it feels like it's a, a New York City, which I believe it, you know the, the people that were that made it were from around this area. My one of my theories is the reason why the hooch, the liquor is called Tenafly Viper, is because of Tenafly, New Jersey. 
because Tenafly, New Jersey is a hop, skip, and a jump from New York. Uh, it's real close. So anyway, the, the story goes, you have all of these homeless people, these bums. One of them rules a junkyard. He's like the... Um, he's Bronson. Like the, Bronson. He's the leader. Basically, Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> a junkyard if, leader. If Zach, if Zach Galifianakis was scarier than he was funny, yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, like, it's like it's like if you took Zach Galifianakis and like uh, like raised him uh, with with pit bulls for five years, like in the cage in the wild, and just like just tortured him, and and this is what that would that's what would happen to him. That, that's exactly <laughs> Zach Galifianakis with uh, post traumatic stress disorder. That's what there that's there what you Bronson go. Is. There you go. Uh, so anyway, a local liquor store owner just he happens to, to be. I guess cleaning house, and he comes across a, a a pain in the wall that he was he's able to pull away and finds a case of this Tenafly Viper in his liquor store, and decides he's going to start selling it for a dollar a bottle. So all of these homeless people come in and they're starting to buy it, but this stuff is obviously poisonous, chemical ridden garbage, it's past, and it's past the expiration date. Yeah, basically, and they all start melting because of it, but. You would you would think that it would just stop there, just bums drinking this liquor and they melt. But it goes a little bit further. There's these characters that they they try and uh, they do well. They actually have character development for for a bunch of these these well, guys, specifically yeah, and, Bronson. Yeah, and that's one of the things I've always. I mean, I I've, I've dealt with people that you know I, I you know I'm in my doing my, my finishing up my BFA and I, I've had writing friends and screenwriting partners. And I remember the one screenwriting partner I had, I kept pushing Street Trash. Uh, he was like 10 years younger than me, and he wouldn't watch it. I was like, listen, you got to listen to me. This is, a, this is a great screenplay wrapped, but wrapped around a, a, a shitty movie because it's, it's not just the melting thing. There are sub-stories with, uh, you've got, again, you've got the, uh, the uh, Vietnam vet-turned-psycho homeless uh, army guy that, that takes over the junkyard and has his own little band of... Uh, of hooligans, you've got the the the, um, the runaway younger and older brother uh, who are surviving, uh, hiding out in the junkyard themselves, and and right. uh, the younger ones has has the hots for the Asian uh, Asian half uh, Asian a Asian yeah chick, American chick American made but Asian okay <laughs> uh, the chick that works at the works at the junkyard, and then there's this cop that's trying to track trying to find out what's going on with all these murders taking place by the Vietnam vet. And at the same time, there's a crossover with a uh, with the mafia guys because one of their girlfriends, what the mafia guy's girlfriend, is raped and killed by the uh, the the homeless people at the junkyard. Right. Uh, and, and and my favorite character of the whole film is the is the uh, the doorman. Oh yeah, what's his face from? Uh, he was Frankenhooker and, and whatnot. Yeah, James Lawrence. James Lawrence. That's right. That's right. He's, he, I love them in Frankenhooker. He's great in this film, and it, just the whole subplot of him you know, letting her walk away with a homeless guy and then found dead, and they blame him, and he you know, just fucking. And there's the dialogue is is there's actually like, it's I wouldn't I'm not gonna say it's great dialogue, but it's well written. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. It's not right. It, it's there. It's it's decent. It's not. It's it, after watching Maniac Cop. Yeah, there's great dialogue. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, you watch any other '80s horror film, then watch this film, and the one thing you'll be blown away was like, "Wait a minute, this is like this dialogue is, is actually, you know, it's not like somebody said, oh, shit, we have to fill five minutely before the next kill.' There's actually shit being said and talked about here. It's great." 
<laughs> yeah, that's very true. And what's, what's, uh, what's... what's his face? Tony Darrow. He plays the uh, the mob boss who uh, who tried to have a singing career back in the day, and he went on to actually do better things than this movie. Like he played a he was not a main character in Goodfellas, but he was a good character in there, a character you remember. He became a stock gangster actor. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, he's the mob boss that uh, that uh, what's his face um, Lorenz. He's uh, <laughs> he he gets in James Lorenz. He gets in trouble with. But that whole scene, like you said, that, even though it's a small part that James Lorenz has, uh, what's his name in the movie? It's um, Do oh, it's just Doorman. <laughs> uh, even though it's a small part, it's great. You know. The whole the whole interaction he has with him about how he you know oh you know I had the um, you know the chicken that that I had some of that chicken that night your your wife uh, your girlfriend was raped and murdered it was delicious. <laughs> I, I I I love him in, again Frankenhooker I love him in Frankenhooker uh, I don't know why he didn't do more uh, he was actually there was a TV show it only lasted one season uh, back in the uh, I think it was early nineties called The City. And it was a, a female mayor of the, of New York City, and uh, it was it was a primarily a female cast, and all the male uh, comedians slash actors in the sitcom were kind of secondary characters, right. and uh, maybe I'm sexist, but I found the male the male act uh, the male counterparts funnier, <laughs> and he played he played an incompetent uh, security guard at at City Hall. And he just his delivery was always fucking spot on. There was one part where he um, he's like handing in a uh, death report or something, and it's in French. It says, "Well, that you know, it's um, people have different ways of handling handling uh, death. Mine is to write about right. it in a language I don't I don't fully understand." <laughs> and and then somebody would say, "Case oh, case sera He said, "Excuse me." You know, I just, and and I'm not doing it justice. His fucking delivery was always spot on. I don't know why he didn't do. It. I think he ended up in the Beastie Boys, not Beastie Boys, the um, the, the Jerky Boys movie. Uh, I think you're right. I, and he played like a he played like a bad guy in the Jerky Boys movie. Let's see. Um, God, he was in RoboCop three. <laughs> Upset driver in RoboCop three. Oof. Yeah, Jerky Boys. Yeah, he was like he was like a mobster, got, wannabe mobster who was like you know he was a so he was like a he a was foil. Brett Weir. <laughs> he was fucking Brett Weir. Now, if anyone knows the Jerky Boys, he uh, uh, Brett Weir was one of their main char go to characters when they would make their prank phone calls. Hi, I'm calling for Brett Weir. Like, so, <laughs> mm -hmm. man, Jerky Boys they they're past their prime, huh? And and I I just think that uh, well. I think that that was like the last thing. I, he just never got his start past that. He just couldn't get past uh, all that shit. I don't know. Well, yeah, he's never really like. Let's put it this way: he did a film called "God Has a Rap Sheet" in two thousand and three. As unfunny, drunken fool at bar. That <laughs> that's his that's that's his credit. Then. He didn't do movies for 11 years, and he did another one called Laugh, Killer, Laugh, and he's just Masked Man. So I don't mm -hmm. know. It's like, it's like, is are they fucking with him at that point? They're not giving him yeah. character names. He's Masked Man, unfunny guy yeah. at bar. You, you know what? I, I guess sometimes you just fall through the cracks, no matter how good you are. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like he was like a versatile actor. 
but he had a presence and and comic timing that I found uh, just hilarious. Right. And I, I I think I I don't know maybe he tried too much to get out of the uh, out of the underground films and go to the mainstream. Maybe he just didn't want to be stuck in uh, like Frankenhooker land. Right. Like when but, when is what what when is um, Quentin Tarantino going to resurrect this guy's career? That's what I want to know. Yeah, When's right? that going to happen? Seriously. Ah, Quentin's got to get on the ball. It's only a matter. Who was I, I was thinking of somebody the other day, uh, that he should. Well, you, uh, you know, you know who it was, Joshua Jackson. He's the kid from Dawson's Creek, that shitty show back in the nineties. Yeah, and I, I know it in, existed, um, but that's about. He was in that other show. Um, oh fuck the hell was it the, the one where his father is a crazy scientist and oh i can't re- it, it was a really good show and i can't remember i can't remember for the life of me anyway yeah, I... he's he's actually a very good actor um and i could totally see him just, oh no just being in a quentin tarantino film like utilizing him but when is tarantino going to resurrect uh james lawrence's career it's 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 bound I... to happen Maybe I, I when think, it's too late. I, I think I know why he dropped out of the industry for a while. Why? Because one of his last films, one of his last films in 2000, he played Mr. Softy in Swirly, where it was a, a killer ice cream cone. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I think that would break anybody's spirit. <laughs> he was in Titus, though, as salesman. <laughs> yeah, i, I got to find that episode now. I like that show. It, it almost seems like it, 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 it's a shtick for him. He doesn't have names in, in, in his movies. He again. It's just. I, I guess sometimes you get you get stuck as the bid actor, and you just can't break out of that. No, and you know, no one's looking at your resume as a lead or a follow up character. I think, I think he would have been. You know, you put him in a romantic comedy, as as like the foil, or even. You know, I mean, I think he would have been great. I it just. I, I always liked him. There was potential there, and it's sad when it doesn't come through. Um, yeah. And, and there, there's there is some decent acting in uh, Street Trash. Not not to get really get, get too star too much off the sidetrack there. Uh, the main character Fred, Mike yeah. Lackey, uh, I I love him in that. I, I think I think he's great. I, again, again, not great acting, but right. there was the one thing I like is is if you if you uh, take a look at the trivia on IMDb, as you know, as I cheated through there, uh, is the guy that played Bronson, Vic Noto. Um, he said that they they cast him the day before they started filming. Oh really? And he said I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Nor did I ever understand who Bronson was. I did scene by scene, not even knowing what the movie was about. I didn't read the script until three months after it wrapped. I still don't know who Bronson was. <laughs> <laughs> which, which adds to the character for me, because, because yeah. really, whenever you see Bronson, it, there's no real, uh, it's not like depth method acting. Okay, this is what he feels. No, he's just a ball of fucking crazy. So what he like, he's in the scene, and he, you just tell someone, all right, you're crazy. And uh, you're making out with this, ugly, this this disgusting chick, and then you're gonna throw her to the ground and assemble your troops. So I can do that. <laughs> now, okay, now you're gonna kill the guy in the car. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just no real and, and and really what what's that's for a villain like a scary villain who who you know yeah if you want to get Tim Burton on it and have him raised in the Penguin by sewers we can give him a backstory and they do give him that Vietnam flashback but you know beyond that okay. Uh, he's a Vietnam vet. He went crazy. Now he's a homeless guy, and he's fucking killing people. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Yeah, he's got a femur knife. <laughs> it's like there are guy, elements. 
that this oh, guy's th- fucking legit. He's crazy. There are, <laughs> yeah, there are elements of this film. The the his his knife carved from a human femur bone, the oxyacetylene decapitation at the end. Uh, right. Just the homeless people melting because they drank bad liquor. There are elements in here like if I can you see them like someone pitching this like a like a Hollywood like uh, you know just I I can't see it you know the table the table everybody's sitting around so yeah and then they cut the guy's penis off and they play touch football with it that goes on for about a couple minutes yeah we're gonna have a school bus <laughs> with children in it during that scene too <laughs> wait we are yeah why not okay let's do it. <laughs> Just, 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 yeah. All right, then the, mo- so, then the so mobster's girlfriend is gang raped and murdered. Say, <laughs> like, for comic effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna Can we have get George melting. Clooney on this? Yeah, right. So, so what are you telling me? We're going to blow uh, two thirds of our budget on two scenes? Yes. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. The toilet scene and the end scene. Entire budget. Uh, and. And I, I know that like um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna reference Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay. And I say I, I know that whenever people mention that they reference Trauma. And I think that's unfair because Trauma yeah. was never n- Trauma was never that original. No. I when I when I see Hobo with a Shotgun, the charm to that, the insanity of it, for me, okay, you know, with the Trauma thing as far as the violence, yeah. But for me, Street Trash is the equivalent of, of Hobo with a Shotgun as far as the original stuff back then. Because this is a film that just, it, it was, it's insanity, but with a real method and even a message. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. It just, I, um, you know, I'm just astounded at how good this movie fucking, this movie looks. <laughs> is it, I, I remember when you told me about it, it's like, oh, the Blu-ray, eh? So, and, I, and I got it. And I, I, didn't I call you that night? I was like, Joey, this is fucking beautiful. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I think you that, did. Like, just you didn't want to believe me. <laughs> I was blown away. The opening shots are like are like dolly shots, and not even smooth ones either. Dolly shots across these disgusting alleys with graffiti in the background. And and again, you know, I watched this film over and over again back in the in the eighties and nineties, and revisiting it and watching, it's like this film never looked this good. This film Ever. can't look this good. Even when they show, showed it theatrically, it never looked this good. Never, and and considering, uh, and the melt scenes, which are full of color, because you know the getaway with the MPAA instead of having blood, these when the hobos melt, they they melt in like these technicolor rainbows of, of yeah, g- yellows of and blues, yeah, vile, and 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 oh my god, it's 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 beautiful. It really is. I mean, the it, reds are red, blues, yellows. I mean, it's vibrant. Uh, skin tone, uh, texture on the clothes. I mean, it's very little noise, uh, uh, you know, video noise, I should say. It's just would, a really, really high-quality uh, restoration of this movie. I, I don't know if it's the right word, but I want to say tactile. I mean, tactile. it's it's you I can like really, that. you can feel the colors coming mm-hmm. at you. I'm going to say not only is this the best Melt film, it's the prettiest it's the it's the best looking. I know, I'm, prettiest. <laughs> prettiest. I need I, to do a little bit more research. Like when I watch this movie, I want to try and get some street signs and just kind of Google map it. I, I just I just need to do that. 
You know, like mm. when uh, like um, Joe Piscopo and Danny DeVito in Wise Guys, it was shot. A lot of it was shot in Newark and Atlantic City, and there was a bunch of scenes right down the Parkway. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love that movie anyway, but the fact that it was shot ninety nine percent here in New Jersey, I could tell you where every scene is. I drive up and down the same section of the Parkway, the Meadowlands, all of it, and. I want to do that with this movie too, and I just never had time to do it. There's like little things. If you look, you can see different stores and different parts of New York. Um, I, well, I, I'm I'm convinced that some of some of this was shot uh, maybe in New Jersey. I haven't checked the IMDb for locations if it's even up to date with that. I'm sure it is since the Blu-ray came out. Well, you never know. As a matter of um, fact, where, where are their shooting locations? As, as far as the, like the, the NY, uh, as far as New York, uh, Bill Bill uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name Chepel Shippel, uh, he plays Bill the cop. Bill the cop. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was actually uh, an NYPD officer. Oh, that's right. You're so, right. Yeah, so we, uh, so he's an actual cop playing a cop. <laughs> and, oh. and again, not not the best dialogue, but like when he when that one woman's yelling at him, he's like, "Lady, I'm not sure you ain't got a dick under there." <laughs> I, you know what? I'm I'm in that moment. I believe him. I, I'm with him a hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind. And what's his face? Um, the guy that owned the junkyard. Oh, oh the huge on, guy. Yeah, his name's on the tip of my tongue. It, it just he Earth? died. He uh, yeah, obviously because he was so overweight. Um, he died. But he was also in the Toxic Avenger, which took place in New Jersey. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, Toxic yeah, Avenger. Yeah. I remember the the there was a giant cutout billboard or a cutout of um of the Toxic Avenger at my local Palmer Video on Belleville Ave, um, and I remember it's huge, six seven foot cutout, and it was like the first hero from New Jersey. <laughs> that was on the cutout, and God, I wish I I wish I had that cutout. I. You know what? I, I love the people that made this film because the cast, the names of the characters in the cast. <clears throat> Take Miriam Zucker. <clears throat> excuse me. Miriam Zucker, by the way. Mm-hmm. She plays the, uh, the, the... Yeah, <laughs> the, she plays the, the non... No, girlfriend. Uh, she's the girlfriend of the mafia guy. So, is it Mafia oh, Don's I'm, girlfriend? I'm sorry. I like was the, thinking of the junkyard lady. Yeah, no, no. It's like, is, is it the Mafia Don? No, no. They call her Drunken Wench. The Drunken Wench. Like, really? <laughs> and, and that was interesting, too. But apparently, she was actually, like, assaulted uh, on the subway in New York a few years before this film. So during the gang rape sequence, she, like, had flashbacks. Oh, God. Yes. Not pretty. No. You know, I guess it would be easier if... Because I thought his name, like, really rang a bell. And I'm looking at all the names in the film, and it, nothing is. Just gonna go to the Toxic Avenger and just look him. I thought up it was there. Bert. It could be. Are you is sure it's Pat, the same is guy? It, the... Is it Pat Ryan? No. Mayor Petey Belgoody. Yeah, I think it's Pat Ryan. Yeah, that's him. Pat Ryan. Yep, Pat Ryan. Okay. I don't know why his name didn't hit me over there. Uh, I thought he had well, a maybe... nickname too, like, you know, Pat Big Boy Ryan or some shit like that. I don't know. Okay. Or L. Ryan. Ah, whatever. Anyway, um, 
So, do they have any shooting locations in the IMDb? I thought you were looking for that. Oh, I got distracted. <laughs> I got it. I, I got it. I got it. Uh, I'll find out. No, I'm looking. I I don't think there is. Oh, here it is. Filming locations. Brooklyn, New York. That's it? Greenpoint, Brooklyn, New York City. I don't think they had the budget to travel too much with this. It's just a fucking go over the GW. But, I mean, maybe to cross over the the GW, there's there's more permits to get for a different state. There's gas money, there's tolls, you gotta pay for, like, the the lunch, you know, because it takes longer to get over there. Dude, this is a low budget. (laughs) I got a low budget. Uh, and and uh, it's just uh, I I love the fact that like the uh, the the original cut was ninety one minutes and then when the release released the hundred one minutes is the unrated version right yeah, a nice ten minutes there it just shows you even with the with even like trying to sidestep the MPA with like the colored explosions and stuff you just can't right right you lose so much back then I mean that, that the war on horror films in the eighties was just ridiculous they're not showing. A lot of these actors, they're not showing like where they're from, because I'm I'm convinced that some of these guys are from Jersey. Like Bronson, uh, Vic Noto, he's from New York. Mm-hmm. But I would I wouldn't be surprised if half of these people are still on the East Coast and potentially still in New York or in even in New Jersey. Even James Lorenz, he can't afford L.A. <laughs> I mean, am I right? No, no, no. Can't not afford at all. LA. He's not living in LA with the fucking Frankenhooker money. I'll tell you that. Now, the the, the one guy uh, who worked in, behind the scenes in some of those films, like they had a lot of stuff back then. Uh, James Murrow, uh, who worked on the screenplay, uncredited, mm-hmm. and uh, was the director. He uh, he's working on the Longmire series right now. Oh, really? Yeah. As uh, cinematographer, um, he's he's uh, he's directing some episodes. He's doing camera work on them too. Wow, that's pretty so, cool. So he's yes, he's still working. Um, I'll tell you what. What? When uh, when I got the the Blu-ray for this and I rewatched it, I I mean I always liked this movie. I always mm-hmm. did. You know, I always had a bootleg copy, you know, when you couldn't get it any other way. But then I was finally able to get it on Blu-ray. I have to admit, I think I like it even more. I think <laughs> there's this nostalgic feeling I always had growing up watching, you know, the, the shitty VHS, you know, bootleg. And mm-hmm. and that'll always, you know, that'll always be a part of my childhood growing up. But there's something about watching this as an adult with this really cleaned up version it's almost like it's a new love for it it at, le- at least for me this film could have been made like five years ago oh yeah low budget there's nothing nothing dates this movie no at all and i, I like I, it when I, movies do that when and i don't know if they went out of their way to do that when they filmed this no, to uh not to, at all to, to make sure that it wasn't dated oh you know? i don't think that was th- even the computer no. reference you could use, you could use now. 
It's like, I, oh, I hate them to see them piss away on those goddamn computers. Oh, I told you all those computer guys are junkies. You could probably still use that now, that line. It, there, there, there is a timelessness to the concept of, uh, of, ur- of urban plight and of, like, you know, uh, the, the, just the cities and the ghettos and uh, homeless people, the fear of the homeless people, and just and every, everything that takes place in it. Uh, I, you know the scene when the, when the the black guy uh, starts was stealing food out of the grocery store, right? <laughs> oh, right. He's just putting all that food down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cantaloupes. It's like, who's got the balls to try and steal? Not one, but two cantaloupes. <laughs> yeah, the, the black manager like, like confronts them, says, "Yeah, you got it, lily white ass, Mister Uncle Tom." <laughs> <It's> like, wow, <laughs> just, <laughs> but. Nothing that happens in this film is I mean, it, there's there's no you know what it is too like again 80s horror films when we say an 80s horror film you think the big hair you think of the rock the the hair band rock ballads you right. think of the the typical body count uh, aspect of it uh, the the you know the, the the hot girlfriend you know all this bullshit that goes on none of that's in this movie there's yeah there if you showed somebody this that has never seen it before they might only guess that it's an older film by looking at the vehicles in it because you can't change that that's just the way it is but if you showed them scenes you know they might think that this movie was made maybe within the last decade or so and it was ultra low budget they wouldn't know that it was made almost 30 years ago now i'm gonna say something here um this film could be remade now Mm-hmm. You could take out the melting homeless people, right? Just that, and you still have a solid movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You get the right director it, and the right script. You might even be talking, uh, you know, accolades. <laughs> it's that good, and I, I think the true test of a really well-written like horror screenplay or screenplay is if you take the one gimmick out, the one fantastic gimmick out, and if you can still put a semblance of a story around that like you take dawn of the dead and you take out the zombies right i you're not going to do anything there there's so much conflict and 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 uh story and crossover of characters with this if you took out the melting homeless people you would still have enough to fill an hour and a half and be interesting and be and and have enough you'd have to put some more dialogue in a little bit and change it a bit but you could do that easily you know, oh, you, you so. can't you you can't do Friday the Thirteenth and take out Jason. No, and you and, know, and the film is, and it's almost technically not a horror film. If you, I mean, you could it, it would make the transition from horror film to uh, just uh, like just I don't know what we'd call it like a crime drama, crime comedy drama, uh, one of those just generic because it would just yeah. be that, and but it would work. Now I would never want to do that because the melting homeless people are fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, there's just, just. Oh. I can't even uh, the, the 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 melting guy in the toilet, the, uh, the exploding fat guy. Just just. Uh, oh yeah, that guy, physical comedy. That guy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't speak I just, enough of that. I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, love but, the physical but, I mean, comedy. Yeah, I mean, but if you just beef up the, the whole subplot with the mafia guys and uh, 
and the cops and the homeless people and that whole crossover. And, you know, and th- that Street Trash takes on a whole new con. And, the, and the, I also love the title Street Trash because that has nothing to do with the melting. That's right. It just has Not to a, do with the, the underlying characters of the film. That's it. It's... Uh, I, I'm not even. I'm not. I would be curious if uh, there's a documentary that comes to the Blu-ray, and I have not watched it yet. It talks about making the film, but I would find it very interesting if that was actually an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, would, right. I, I can. I can. I, I. The film is so intricate in that way, so layered in that way. I can almost see someone pitching the film. Says, "Yeah, you know what? The, it's a good idea. You know what it needs." Melting, melting homeless people. <laughs> you know, I didn't think of that. That's that's not bad. Uh, yeah. Give me, give me two days. I'll rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking awesome. That's a rough draft for I, you. It's horrible when we watch films that we loved because because there's just not much to say except this is a beautiful film. Um, <laughs> it's again, I, I, it it falls uh, it falls in that it's harder to review films we like yeah i mean you try you, uh, okay i mean if we were to sit here and say okay what are all the flaws there are plenty because you know it's an it's an 80s film but, i mean but, but the you know good what? outweighs the bad like big but time. you know what the, the flaws are it's uh, bad films are bad films because the flaws are um just like just like you can tell they didn't care. It's flaws in plot, flaws in character, flaws in set design. The, any flaw, any flaws that are inherent in this film are just because it was a low budget film. Mm-hmm. So okay, the acting's not great. You know why? Because they couldn't they couldn't hire seasoned actors. <laughs> you know they had to hire people that were you know lower end actors. So maybe they weren't great. Uh, right. There's some good ones in there. Not, you know, it's, it's and you know okay. The maybe most some famous of the, people in this movie had the smallest parts in Tony Darrow and James Lorenz. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, all all of the any flaws in the film are just typical flaws of a low budget movie. There's not there's not like okay, this just doesn't make any sense at all. Why they do? And okay, some of it may not make sense to the extent of how could alcohol make you melt? But that's where you that's suspension of disbelief. We don't have to go into that. There, there's there's nothing in the film that you're just like I can't believe they you know why why would they expect me to believe that? And after a point. Like after the after you have like the the twenty guy gangbang on the woman that kills her and and uh, and and the the bathroom fight where he makes himself vomit on the gangster. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had layers of semen in her. Then they hit the the third guy from the last had syphilis. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> God, the fucking lines in this film. Uh, is a how about a sixty eight? Blow me and I'll owe you one. That's always a classic. I love that one. <laughs> You know, uh, you, you mentioned you mentioned my favorite with uh, your, yeah, the night your girlfriend was raped and murdered. I had a piece. I love that chicken. It was uh, this great uh, chicken. <laughs> yeah, it just hey, Vinny, I we got this bastard now. Nobody could stop us now. <laughs> it's like, wait, who are you talking to, and of uh, what about? <laughs> yeah, who's, gonna, who's stopping you? <laughs> kiss your prick. It's dripping down the stairs. <laughs> what? You can't hold your liquor. <laughs> hey, 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 save me that ring. I want that ring. <laughs> I'm the new Don. It's like, are, how are you the new Don? <laughs> You're the doorman. <laughs> when there's, when, when he's, when uh, the doorman's at the police station with uh, the Don, 
and right. he snaps on say, Yeah, the down of douchebags, that's what they call you. You know, I don't I don't talk about anything. The floor wax and the chicken glaze, I don't talk about that stuff. I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm done with it. And then the cop's like, Hey kid, what are you doing? I can't protect you twenty four seven. Don't you have the like the witness relocation things? No, kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a great scene. It's a great <laughs> scene. Uh you know the the slowest part of the film. I would if there's one part that's like I, I I kind of like mentally like okay we have to wait a few minutes now. It's the Vietnam flashback. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's really the, probably the only part that slows down the film a little bit for me. Uh, that and, and and the romantic scenes with the young younger homeless guy and the uh, the Asian chick at the, at the junkyard. Right. But those aren't too long. It's no, just, they're not. They're really not. Yeah. Uh, if if you like gory films and you like really tasteless humor this this is the movie to watch you have no excuse not and and again i stand by it this is a well-written screenplay oh no arguments here i will hold this up against titanic any fucking day of the week <laughs> hey you know what i would say the cinematography in here is probably better than titanic well it's definitely more colorful it's more, way more colorful so, so two thumbs up, I guess. <laughs> sure. Now, I, I, I had made, I had made big noise about how we would have clips to show the movie when we were doing this, and yeah. no one had. Again, it, there's so much going on, uh, but really, you got to see this film. And it, I have to challenge you to a movie. You do. That sucks because there's really so little to um, that compares to this. Now we had a user request. I mean, I we can I, we can actually read I, his post because you know he didn't email it to us. He he sent it to us on Facebook, and we yeah. always like to make a point. You know, we always make a point to try and read everyone's feedback. Oh, definitely. So, we we had two actually, one directly, one indirectly. Oh, what was the indirect one? Uh, I'll find it. I forget. So somebody had posted. Uh, someone else had mentioned. Uh, I wish you guys would review something like this. Oh, well, the indirect one was somebody said someone's dying for us to review the Kirk Cameron Christmas film. Oh God, yeah, and but, that is going to go theatrical, so it falls within uh, our guidelines. Yeah, it's it's just it's we I, it's not we can't we can't get a copy of it. We can't see it anywhere near us right now. So it just uh, if if something happens and we're able to get a a screening copy somehow, we will review it. So that's. At right. the it's, at the, it's at the top of my fucking list, I'll tell you, because I'm dying to see this. <laughs> Lowest to Rotten Tomatoes rating, and that was Kurt Cameron's own, own fault. By like, trying to, oh, everybody has to go on there and raise my rating. Because when you do that, everybody else is, you know, fuck you. Guess, what, guess who's lowering it now? Uh, <laughs> you, you can't do that. You just have to let things take its course. Uh, but so, but I, I interrupted you with that. So the uh, the request from our... our uh, fan on facebook right uh yeah his name is uh dale rontree and his post isn't coming up on our page for some reason oh i know where i can get it i can get it in email because uh, i get all the posts um from our page through email too mm -hmm. um sometimes that works uh and sometimes it it doesn't like for instance um if somebody posts any something that they didn't mean to post that might have, uh -huh. let's say, maybe isn't uh, very nice and they delete it, I still see it. 
most people don't have that option turned on where they get the email too. So right. Uh, let's see where. Yeah, is it? I don't. Yeah, I, remember, I don't know why it's not showing up now. It was up there earlier. It I remember was. seeing it myself. It was. And I didn't remove it. No, I didn't remove it at all. Oh, that really sucks. Well, anyway, he um. He thinks my name is Jeff. <laughs> He's a big fan of the show, uh, so he gets a pass. Um, but <laughs> he called me Jeff, and uh, which is fine. Um, but he basically he wants us to review the film uh, Zapped. Uh huh. That he wants us to review that, and I'm totally for that. I'm totally for that. I'd love to review that movie. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I found it, but I don't know why it's. Uh... Where where was it? Because it's when it's not us posting, it's on the left side. I had to go into uh, our, the administrative area to find it. Really? Yeah. yeah we might. Have oh, to you know, look, we might have to look into that. I I know why we can't see it is because I temporarily turned off posting photos, and he didn't post it as a comment. He posted it as a photo. Oh, okay. He oh, posted a photo from is. Zapped. Yeah, Got he it. posted a photo from Zapped and commented, uh, see, you know, and, and I, 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 because of some shenanigans uh, out Early there, on. I had to, yeah. I had to temporarily turn off photos on the Facebook page. Okay, that's fine. So, uh, so this is what he writes, Dale Rontree. He goes, all I want for Christmas is for Movie Sucktastic to review some vintage adult films. Uh, lots of stuff from Vinegar Syndrome to choose from maybe it breaks your theatrical release rule but before jeff chokes on one of his italian breadsticks <laughs> many of these did play theatrically oh he knows that i i'm very nitpicky about the theatrical I, release I'm, I'm thinking he was talking about you when he mentioned italian yeah but he got my name wrong that's fine uh, we still love you dale uh, I've seen Scott interview. Uh, I've seen Scott interviewing porn kings and queens, so I'm sure you guys are up to task. All kidding aside, I freaking love Movie Sucktastic. It's my go-to show that I can listen to at any time. I tried to write an iTunes review, but the stupid thing keeps freezing. Uh, keep trying. Uh, the only thing more fun than watching a bad movie is listening to you guys chat about one. Uh, have you covered Zapped? Pretty sure you mentioned it, but that's another one I'd love to see a full episode devoted to. Consider it a request, dear sirs. So, I replied back to him and told him that we're going to really try and do Zapped. And uh, and I I, rest I, 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 I I restored photo options on the page, so now you can see it if you go to our Facebook page. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, so... Yeah, I think we should do Zapped. I think we should do it soon. I don't know. If I think wanna... we should do it for next up ep next episode. And then you'll give me a challenge off of this one next week. No, I think I'll give you a challenge off of Zapped. Okay. All right. All right, Dale. We're gonna card. do. We're gonna do your challenge. We're gonna do your challenge of Zapped. So that'll be coming next week. Now let's go ahead and review or review rate rate rate. All right. Uh, Street Trash I'm, and IMDb. Now, it's currently I'm, at 6.2. I am going to push for the highest rating possible. You want to go 10? No, no. I'm saying the highest oh, rating we can okay. possibly give it. I would have just said 10. If that's, I was saying... I took it as the highest rate as possible is you can't go higher than 10. That's how I took it. No, no, I'm saying the highest rating we could possibly give it. Reasonably. Uh, we've, we've never given a movie an 8. I want to give this an eight. 
I want to as well. <laughs> All right, let's walk it backwards. If we if we walk it backwards from ten, okay. Right, we have to remove a star for the uh, the not so stellar acting. Okay. Uh, we have to remove a star for the uh, the uh, the low cost, uh, the the production value. See, I don't even know if I would take a star off for that. They they were working with what they had, and well, same goes for it, the acting, like you said. They were working with what they had. Can't give it nine stars. No, we can't. I um, want to give this eight stars. Oxyacetylene decapitation, penis, severed penis touch football, femur bone dagger, fucking. I want to give this gang eight stars. raped, gang gang raped mafia wife girlfriend. Gang raped mafia <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, we got to go eight. We have hit to. Men, hit men in checkered leisure suits. <laughs> I'm going fucking eight. Go eight. Eight it is. Ha. Go eight. Look at that. Now. Five thousand users. Five thousand. That's a lot. I'm actually surprised that this has that many. Now I'm feeling a little vindicated because the highest rating given to the film is seven at eighteen point one percent. Okay. Yep. So there it we're, is. we're not that far over the average, or over the highest one. <clears throat> and it's it's pretty steady. You know what? It's one of those films where I'll everyone that what? rates it. Twelve point nine percent gave it a ten. That's pretty fucking high. It's, I think it's one of those films where almost everyone who bothers rating it actually liked it. Yeah. And the, the demographics aren't too skewed. The highest demographic uh, uh, is, uh, and I'm, I'm looking at the specific like age age groups. Sure. Uh, the highest the highest is actually tied. Well, it, it's it's the highest demo, the highest male female demographic is males 18, uh, 18 and twenty nine. Uh, no, m- males males under thirty 18 to forty four demographic. 7.1 for males under 18. Males under... Oh, okay. You're right. Males under 18 is 7.1. And then the lowest one is... Uh, is uh, females age 30 to 44, 5.9, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, the fe- it's, a hard, it's a hard sell for that yeah, age group. But, but, I mean, honestly, the majority of these, the female percentage and the male percentage, is only they're only off by like one point at the most. So, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. This film is well over five stars on IMDb. Just proves how good a fucking movie it is. That's right. A film like this, with if it was truly a bad film, I think people would have would have latched on and given it, but you know, worse reviews. I mean, if you look at if you look at the percentages for. Um, you know, for the one, two, three, and four, four stars, the lowest numbers out of the entire list. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very, very low. Six, six and up is where everything went in. So, yes, yes, and it's a non. There's almost three thousand non-U.S. users uh, rated it too. So obviously, this had a was a big following, probably in Europe. A lot of movies like this go over big in Europe. Oh yeah, because they, you know, they're 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 better than us. <laughs> but we give them all their entertainment. Yeah. Now, now speaking of overseas foreigners, um, you wanted to wrap up with with talking about the whole um, the interview debacle. Yeah, the Seth Rogen and James Franco film, the interview. Well, what ended up happening was, uh, I think almost a year ago, when the film was 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 finished. 
uh, Kim Jong Il or uh, Un, they, the son. When they started really, when they started releasing like the trailers for it, right? Uh, pretty much, he's threatened like nuclear war on America because <laughs> he's insulted because he's a little baby, um, and because the plot of the film is that these two guys, specifically James Franco, he's uh, he's like a talk show host. Uh, Kim Jong Un is a big fan and. He invites them to North Korea, and of course they're approached, and they're saying, "Well, we want you to take him by the government, out. by the government, by the government, approached and, by the government." And of course they're our, like, "Our government." Yeah, it's like take him out to dinner. No, 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 no. take him out. <laughs> so the plot is that he's to be killed by them, and he does. He didn't like that. He didn't like that at all. <laughs> he didn't like it so much. He's he's threatened the nuclear war on us. Um, I, I, but first. For some reason, uh, um, ruthless dictators don't take kindly to films that talk about their assassination. The, correct. So, Even. North Korea, because Sony is putting out the film, North Korea has hacked pretty much everything Sony. Uh, <laughs> movies that aren't in release yet, uh, they, they stole them, they're on the bootleg pirating market. Uh, trailers for movies that are a year away... Like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt film, uh, he plays a, a Philip Petit, the guy that walked. Um, he walked a, a, a tightrope. He, he shot tightrope. a tightrope between the twin towers in the seventies. They're making a movie about that. That film is like next year's Oscar group of movies coming out next fall. You know, that's next year's stuff, and they're releasing a trailer now because they basically are beating Sony to the punch. Uh, or the or Sony is beating the the North Koreans to the punch because they stole you know all their stuff, so you know the PlayStation Network just got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know they, they, they for a couple of days. I mean this that's like the fourth time, fifth time that that's happened too. Um, but it's just like Sony, they, they're they're just getting hammered uh, because of this movie, Seth Rogen. Uh, they're, they're getting death threats, you know, I'm sure he's looking over his shoulder a little more often, uh, that was actually mentioned earlier on another, uh, uh, radio show that I listened to, because they were, they were on it, um, but it's just, it's just, uh, yeah, they, they make this little parody movie, this little funny film, and it's just, I don't know, they're, they're probably thinking they probably shouldn't have bothered at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you had you you had kind of the same blowback on a, on a lower scale with Saddam Hussein for uh, the South Park film, right? Uh, except he just threatened them. He didn't like try to take on the entire country. He was like, "I'm going to kill those two. Right. and uh, <laughs> they weren't impressed. Yeah, Kim Jong Un, he wants to kill every everybody, every man, woman, and child in this country. The angry little man. Angry, very angry. Well, oh, it's, here comes it's, the mafia wife's going to get game banger raped right now. <laughs> Help me! Um, uh, and uh, Kim Jong Un is is kind of it's it's like your worst nightmare. It's it's not even just a a ruthless dictator. It's the spoiled son of a ruthless dictator. That's right. It's like not even he didn't he didn't even have to have to work his way up to ruthless dictator. He was just handed to him. <laughs> yeah. Um. He looks just like his dad too, which kind of creeps me out. You know, he's just a younger version of his dad at this point. It's very creepy. I don't know. Anyway, I, well, his father was creepy too, so I, I think it works. Yeah, yeah. he's very ornery. 
I'm so ornery. <laughs> Stop. What? What's the matter? <laughs> anyway. 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 Uh, so we should just about wrap up then. What was the Equalizer released by Sony? Uh, possibly. Why is is that uh, uh, is that out there? That's available. It's available. What about horrible bosses too. Is that a Sony film? Uh, I believe it is. Is That's that also a... available? I I I I I, I yeah, think I, I don't know I, what you're I talking think, about. I think it happens to be out there. I couldn't be sure, but I, I I'm thinking it's out there. Oh dear lord! Poor Sony. I don't mean that actually. Fuck them. <laughs> Leaked Sony execs calls out Kevin Hart for requesting money. Oh, that's different. As a matter of fact, there's an entire article. I believe if I just do a, a Google search for leaked Sony films, there's supposed to be a list of everything that has been released. Movie-wise, trailer-wise, they have. Um, they actually have contracts about. Uh, uh, actors that get like what it's costing to get have them you know be driven around like uh-huh. everything all this nitty gritty stuff like down to everything uh, everything revealed in Sony's leaks ooh here we go here let's find out what leaked let's see uh, watermarked screeners and forthcoming films uh, soon after Sony's system went down Award season screeners of The Fury, Annie, Still Alice, Mr. Turner, as well as a cut of the 2015 film To Write Love on Her Arms were dis- uh, disseminated on illegal file sharing sites. Wow, okay, there's none a of those, coming out in 2015. None, none, uh, of those, none of those titles interest me in the uh, least. The films immediately became early Christmas presents for piracy site frequenters, uh, according to Variety. Fury was downloaded more than one million times on, uh, in one day after it leaked. I've known it's a war movie, right? Fury, the Fury. Yeah, that yeah, it's getting. Um, yeah, I no desire. I, I don't like war films. Yeah, it's 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 getting some 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 exposure now, for I, Oscars. I don't I don't like war films, but The Edge of Tomorrow, fucking awesome time travel war film. I have to oh, see that right, still. Well, well t- time travel war against insects, uh, futuristic war film. So you know, I don't know. It's like Starship Troopers, but good. And with oh, time really? travel, cool. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And, and, you know, and, but I, you know what? I like Tom Cruise, so fuck all y'all. I hate James, on Tom Cruise. James Franco and Seth Rogen's payday, adding to the breach the, that exposed salaries. Uh, the, the, the interview budget, according to the diet, it took forty-four million to make the movie. Seth Rogen received eight point four million, probably because he wrote it. Uh, and sure. James Franco, $6.5 million. That's probably why he made less. Well, Seth, Ro- well, Seth Rogen's probably... Get- yeah, he's getting the screenwriting uh, pay on top of the acting pay. So Yeah, the documents definitely. also catalog the compensation rates and society- uh, social security numbers of other celebrities tied to the studio, including Sylvester Stallone and Judd Apatow. Stallone? Is he a producer? On the interview? Sure. Well, on the interview? Well, no, I-, I think it's just like other stuff that got- oh, was oh, in the okay, records. Just- Fine, maybe yeah. for uh, expendables and stuff. Is that a Sony Lionsgate? Does Sony own Lionsgate? I don't fucking uh, know uh, anymore. It's uh, it's so fucking. It's all owned by one person. I'm pretty sure. 
let's see. A problem with Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> Gawker sorted through a text file called Sony 2012 comments and learned that people at the studio don't like that they make so many Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> I'm, I agree. Finally. <laughs> Finally, we're in agreement with with film. I never thought the day would come where I would agree with with uh, with studio executives. But holy shit, even a stopped clock is right twice a day. In this case, it's noon, motherfucker. Yes, yes. <laughs> Since two thousand and eight, Sony has released six. There is a general blahness to films we produce. Complained one employee. Although we manage to produce an innovative film once in a while, Social Network, Moneyball, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Whoa. Uh, two of the three are David Fincher wait, films, by the way. Wait, Social Network was an innovative film? Well, it, it got a lot of Oscar uh, you know, yeah, exposure. Yeah, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Listen, what were the other two? What it's the better other two? than an Adam Sandler film. I think that's all that person was just trying to say. What were the other two? Uh, it ends with, we continue to be saddled with the mundane, formulaic Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, what, what were the other two films that they mentioned? Moneyball and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay, Moneyball sports film, so same thing. Girl with the it's, Dragon it's Tattoo. Kind, it's oh, kind of a wait, sports film. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yeah, that one film we remade from a foreign film because we're so unoriginal. <laughs> yeah. And Moneyball was was based on a book, right? Yeah, it was about analytics. Yeah. And Social Network was was about it was like about actual events. It was like a real... It was about the yeah. creation of Facebook. Right, so um, you know what? So Adam Sandler films, they may suck. At least they're fucking original, to an extent. Uh, yeah, let's go. To, <laughs> let's go to Africa on vacation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, don't forget about TV. Uh, three years. Uh, Hold on, I want national... to... now, now. Now the gauntlet has been thrown. Uh, how many? She said eight Adam Sandler films in 2012. Since 2008, eight Adam Sandler movies. Okay, starting with 2008. You don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah. Never saw it. Bedtime stories. Oh, that was the one. Yeah. He was. Yeah. 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 Uh, funny people. Mm -hmm. Th that's the one where, where Seth Rogen has a, cancer. It's or a Seth Judd, it's, no, no, no. That's Judd Apatow. It's Judd Apatow. Right. Yeah. I never saw that one because it looked serious. Grown Ups. That's the one with all the all the failed uh, supposedly funny people in one film. Yeah. Although it was, uh, made a lot of money. It doesn't mean it's good. It's no, just go. No. I'm surprised I've, they're I've, complaining since it made so much fucking money. Yeah, you know, and that's the funny thing. Just now, let's just go with it. Oh, that's the one with um, uh, 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 Jennifer Aniston where they pretend to be uh, married. Oh right. Uh, um, then we got uh, Zookeeper. He was a voice. I don't know what the hell that is. He was one of the animals. Oh, it's was a, that it's a one? Kevin James movie? Oh, that motherfucker. How come they're not complaining about Kevin James? How come they keep making Kevin James films? Uh, yeah, Jack they, and Jill. Well, that's they, that. they keep making money. Oh God, that was just atrocious. I, the the trailer left me like with abdominal pains. So I don't. Yeah, uh, that's my boy. I don't recall that one. And now we're in 2012. <sighs> that that's yeah. taking us through 2012. Oh, that's the one where he's like. Um, he, yeah, he's a deadbeat dad. Andy Samberg's in it. He he, yeah, he plays he plays his, his son. He's his father, but he's like twelve years older than him, or something. Yeah, yeah, he, he um, had him when yeah, he was. That was great. Uh, yeah, he impregnated his mother when he was like eleven or twelve. Uh, then we're gonna ignore Hotel Transylvania because he's the voice for that. 
Uh, and now we're into 2013, so we can stop because that that the, that thing was in 2012, right? That was 2012. Okay, so from 2008 to 2012, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, yeah, she's right. Not counting Hotel Transylvania, eight films. You can't count Zookeeper, but maybe you know what? We'll backtrack to 2007 and and we'll include. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh yeah, and that was the one where he was uh, going to get married to Kevin be, James. What fucking Kevin James again? Yeah, so wonderful. Uh, so, and then that rain over me bullshit. Uh, so we can ignore that. Uh, that was that's the the the, two, the, uh, the World Trade Center film in two thousand seven because it was timely. <laughs> so if we if we start from if we start from I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, we've got. Uh, shit, 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 uh, possibly good film, shit, shit, uh, amazing shit, uh, and shit, right. I, I, again, I'm in, agree I'm in agreement with the executives. It's all shit. What was the last Adam Sandler film that you enjoyed or watched? How about that? Maybe Punch Drunk Love, I don't know. No, well, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and, and admit that I actually enjoyed the remake of The Longest Yard. So I'll have, give him... I, I haven't seen it. That was 2005. It wasn't bad. I'll give him that. I'll give him The Longest Yard. Yeah, let me look at, at, at the list. Now, I didn't see all of Jack and Jill. I saw a lot of it. Dude, I saw but none from, of it. From beginning I'm to smarter end, than that. the whole movie... Just flipping through channels. You know, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> even Don't Mess with the no Zohan, I, I never saw all of that either. No excuse. I was flipping through channels. And you could keep on flipping. No excuse. Oh, and, um, and I did. At, at one point, I changed the channel. Don't worry. I didn't watch the whole one, thing. At one point, here's how it should go, Joey. Click, yeah. click, click. Oh, this is the Adam set. Click, click. Unless it's, uh, unless it's, um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Click or the wedding singer. Click, click. Oh, Adam Sandler. Click, click. That's that's the, that's the only way that ends correctly. Anything else, you're just like, oh, Jack and Jill. If there's not a click after that, you're wrong. Uh, All right, the the stop it. Uh, the <laughs> the last film that I actually watched, beginning to and, end, and enjoyed. And enjoyed. Ooh. See, I didn't really enjoy Fifty First Dates. That's the last Adam Sandler film I watched beginning to end. I didn't it was mind okay. it. it was uh, it was okay. All right, I'll, you know, I'll say Fifty First Dates. You know what was wrong with Fifty First Dates is that it could have been a nice little film, but he had to do the thing he keeps doing in all his in all those early films where okay, I'm gonna make sure I, I I surround myself with ugly obnoxious characters so I look better. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like, oh, I, I need to give, you know, I have to have people around me I can mock because I'm not funny on my own. Right. And that turned me off of that. So, I'll, I, you know, I'm going to give you that. I, uh, I would have to go all the way back to uh, uh, Punch Truck Love. Yeah. As far as like saying, yes, that was a great Adam Sandler film. Uh, as far as, yeah, that's def punch, punch, drunk, punch Drunk Love. Dude, I, I, I could list you. I, I have not seen I've I have not seen more Adam Sandler films than I have seen because I'm I, I know better. I've never seen. Well, Little in the Nicky. beginning of his career, I loved Adam Sandler films. I loved. Now, you know, even uh, back then, I, I was hit and miss. Uh, 
did not Billy Madison can't make it through it. I, I find it just uh, I, I I still like Billy Madison. I like Cappy Gilmore is probably my favorite. Best bulletproof. It's probably, it's probably my favorite. I, bulletproof. I didn't mind it. It was like him trying to break into action films. Wedding Singer. Fucking love that film. I saw it two or three times in the theaters for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but you know the Water Boy. Yeah, you saw I, it with I, me, I, and then we yeah, went I, and got I, to Hoboken I, and got in trouble. I dragged you to see that. Yeah. No, we, we didn't get in trouble Hoboken seeing that. We got in trouble in Hoboken drinking. Well, that's what I meant. But we, no, we didn't see that in, in, in the same no, night we, we went drinking. Yes, we did. We went. It was Valentine's Day weekend. We saw that, which was a huge mistake. Oh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and then we went yeah. to Hoboken and drowned uh, our, ourselves in liquor. <laughs> oh, that's and right. The, and yeah, then I got a ticket for jumping the turnstile because I gave you my last dollar. Right. We should have just made change. I don't know why you wouldn't let me make change. Um, no, it was a dollar to, to. It was yes. Okay. I know. Uh, yeah, they, and they were they were totally watching for. They had a guy down below, uh, and I had a guy upstairs. One guy was scouting for anyone that jumped the turnstile. And man, were they pricks! Holy shit, were they pricks! It's well, like, you were. Did you not wall. just see me give my last dollar to my friend? What else but did you, you want me to do? You were breaking the law, sir. It's two in the morning, for Christ's sakes. You know, I, I should admit it now. I turned you in. Yes. Oh, I, I figured you did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, but hey, but also for Hollywood execs, though, you, you gotta love that these are the ones that keep greenlighting these films because they keep making so much money, and at the same time, yeah, but we're turning out shit, right? Because you keep making money because you're whores. You're a fucking whore. You can't be a whore and complain about the sex. You can't. That's right. You can't do that. You know, it's a, oh, it's yeah, you know, I point. keep making money this way, but I just feel like I'm not being appreciated for me. That's because you're selling your ass. Stop it. <laughs> you dirty whore. Yeah, so, you know, he has more films coming out. Oh, yeah. What's what's this blended shit? Is that it come out already? Uh, yeah. Is that the Africa one? That's the Africa one. No, the Africa one is... Uh... It was called something. And you know what? I don't blended. care. Don't care enough. No, Blended is the Africa one. Is it? Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's just how much I, I remember that one. All right, let's... We need to end. <laughs> we, 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 we do. That's what we need to we do. do. We do. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes we you, do. You shouldn't have mentioned Adam Sandler. Well, you mentioned Adam Sandler. No, it was you with the with the with the. the well, ladies. okay, no. Well, I was talking about the leak thing, and you just rolled with it. because <laughs> well, you mentioned it. It was briefly. I mentioned it. It was a throwaway thing, what and then you you're mentioned? like, I mentioned it because it was. Thank you. It, it, it was oh we've made, we're making too many Adam Sandler movies, and then we thought it was well, funny, and you just kept that was going. An open, well, that's because you you opened it by mentioning it. Okay, now. All right, everybody, uh, episode 155 of Movie Sucktastic. As always, we thank you for joining us. Please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can listen to all the shows there. You can download them there. You can watch this very feed live every Thursday right from the website. You can also go to iTunes and you can download the show. Also, you can leave us reviews. Uh, we always appreciate those. If it freezes, just try, try again. Uh, you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. Our email, themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can go to our Tumblr page, 
at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and be sure to download our, our app for your Android phone or tablet, any Android device that you have. It's 100% free. Everything I just mentioned is completely accessible directly from the app. And that should just about do it. You got any words of wisdom there, sir? Kiss your prick. It's dripping down the stairs. <laughs> I'm talking about life. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I love it. Watch love this it. movie. Yeah, absolutely. Any get it any buy, way you buy can. It from, buy it, rent buy it, it, whatever you need to do. Stream buy it. From the the shout, shout Factory has it for sale, right? That's right. It's a Shout Factory release. Shout Factory. We should be. They should be fucking paying us. Oh wait a minute. Is is it a Shout Factory release or is it Synapse? Oh wait, I think it's Synapse. Fuck is Shout it, Factory. <laughs> Bastards. Synapse. <laughs> it is Synapse, right? Yeah. Those slackers at Shock Factory, Shout Factory, wish they had it. Yeah, right. They got other good things we like. But not yeah, this. it's it's Synapse. God bless you, Synapse. I like Synapse. They got a couple of other really good ones too. I'm gonna start checking them out now. Maybe we'll switch gears. We should see if they'll <laughs> they'll they'll pay us. Yeah, right. What else do they have? Oh, uh, thank you for. Oh, they got all the whole Demon series. Prom night, the Peep Show collection. Oh my! Might have to look into that. Wow, they got they a got lot of porn. A lot of Asian cult cinema too. 42nd Street, Street Forever, the Peep Show collection. I'm wondering if these are, if these are little videos that were shown in New York City that's, Peep Shows. Yeah, that's 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 why it's called 42nd Street Peep Show collection. Hey, listen, I never went into one of those, so I couldn't fucking yeah, but, tell you. But you know what a peep show is on 42nd Street. It's in the title, yeah, sir. Yeah, listen, I, uh, okay, the music is now over, and there's nothing behind us now. There's no bed. Uh, it could it could have just, listen, what did I say? I said, I wonder if it's the films that they showed in those peep shows. I, I never went to one of those peep shows. It could just thinking. very well be a collection called the Peep Show Collection. It had nothing to do with peep shows. And it's funny because internally I was thinking there's no there's no reason to think about it because it's obviously peep shows from 42nd Street because it's in the title. <laughs> you made anyway. this bed. You made this bed. Now you must lie in it. Okay. If there were still some peep shows around, we could find out if you're right. But there aren't. I'll find, so. I can, I'll, oh yes, there are. I'll find out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't want to uh -huh. go anywhere near them. No one okay, near them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, we got to go. You, thank, you, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, goodbye.